My, it is such a privilege to be here at Buckeye Hollow this week. Thank you so much, Pastor Kessner. Praise the Lord for all of you wonderful Buckeye Holler folks. And I'm so thankful tonight for Pastor Horton and all the fellowship. I feel like we've just got a lot of friends here tonight. Praise the Lord. And uh, it might be I'm feeling this way for a visitor. Of course, it might be somebody that's heard me preach and say the same things a thousand and one times. I don't know. But uh, I just feel like tonight letting you know it's not over. Yes, amen. It's not over. I know that uh, for some, there's certainly not as much money as the bank as you wish there was. I know that some sit on your pew worried about the test, the pain, the problems in your body. I know that not everybody's going home to a happy house. All right. I know there's problems and troubles. Right. Oh, but I've come with good news tonight. Hallelujah. First of all, you're in a holiness church. Yes. You're in the presence of Almighty God. Yes. Jesus is right here at the Buckeye Holler Holiness Church tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I've come with good news. You're at the right place. Hey, if you're the most happiest person in the world and you ain't got no problems and no troubles and uh, you're, you're just flying so high that you make the rest of us, well, I'm sorry that you're here, but hey, I've got good news for you if you've got troubles. You're at the right place. Right, right, right. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me... For many long years, well, I've traveled this road, and I've grown so weary of carrying my load. Old Satan has tempted with his wicked devices, but I can't turn back now, cause I'm almost home, and I'm almost home, yes I'm almost home. I know that my race—it's almost run. Now through the troubles and the trials that I've already come. Well, I can't turn back now, cause I'm too near home. When I stand at that river, that homeland I see, there's a beautiful place he's prepared just for me. Now just a few more days to labor, and we're going to cross. 
trials that I've already come well I can't turn back now cause I'm almost home now when I stand at that river that homeland I'll see there's a beautiful place yes, hallelujah. he's prepared just for us now just a few more days to labor and we're going to cross hey I know what awaits us it's gonna be worth it all Jesus about this right now would be a good time just to talk to Jesus a little bit oh thank you Jesus thank you Jesus hallelujah oh thank you Jesus hallelujah hallelujah glory 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 well as bad as it is and you're in the presence of Jesus the Holy Ghost is moving all around this building tonight. Come on here now. And we're just making preparations. We're fixing to leave all of this behind. Amen. Oh, we're fixing my friend to go to where there's going to be no more problems and no more troubles. Hallelujah. The book of St. Luke chapter number 8. Oh, please forgive me tonight. I have just got to obey the Lord. Oh, my. It ain't over, church. It ain't over. Come on now. The book of St. Luke, chapter number 8, verse number 40. And it came to pass that when Jesus, somebody say that name. And it came to pass that when Oh, let's say it. Let's say it again. And it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. Behold, there came a man named Jairus. He was the ruler of the synagogue, and he fell down 
at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come into his house. For he had one only daughter, about 12 years of age, and she lay a-dying. But as he went, the people thronged him. The next few verses, Luke tells us the wonderful story of that lady that had the issue of blood and how that she touched the hem of his garment. And we'll pick up in verse number 48. And he, he being Jesus, said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. My, can you imagine that moment for Jesus to say that to somebody? Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. What a sight. My goodness, they might have been shouting. They were certainly rejoicing. This is a good time. Amen? Amen. Oh, but then in verse number 49, one of the most saddest, troublesome verses or lines that's ever been written. Verse number 49. Well, he yet spake. There cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house saying to him, Thy daughter is dead. Trouble not the master. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, Fear not. Believe only. And she shall be made whole. And when he came into the house, he suffered no man to go in, save Peter, James, and John, and the father and mother of the maiden. And all wept and bewailed her, but he, he being Jesus, he said, Weep not, she is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn, knowing that she was dead. And he put them all out and took her by the hand and called, saying, Maid, arise. And her spirit came again. And she arose straightway, and he commanded to give her meat. My, my, my. And her parents were astonished. And he charged them that they should tell no man what was done. My, my, my. Lord, I praise you and thank you, Lord, for the Buckeye Holler Church. Lord, I thank you for Pastor and Sister Kessner. I thank you, Lord, for every soul that you've blessed me tonight, Lord, to have the opportunity to preach a little bit too. Oh, God, I'm pleading the blood of Jesus tonight, Lord. Give me the words, the Holy Ghost anointing, oh, the love, the wisdom. Not my will, but thy will be done. Move! in this altar call God oh God meet us in this altar tonight I pray in the name of Jesus the church said my what a what a scene that here is a, a gentleman that has a major major problem and um, I certainly don't want to 
uh, demean your problem, but certainly there's no way that any problem can be any greater than what this daddy felt. Amen. Oh, my, everybody is wanting to talk to Jesus. Uh, you know, we read just um, the next story that there's a, thr- you know, just everybody's thronging him and, and everybody's trying to get to him. Everybody's wanting to touch him and talk to him and hear him talk. This daddy has a serious problem. And praise the Lord. I don't know just how it was, but he was able to get Jesus' attention. And he was able to tell Jesus of his problem. Me and you, we've got it so much easier and such a greater blessing than he had in that way. Oh, that we have an area here that has been sanctified, that is set apart as a place to come and talk to Jesus. Oh, and there's no doubt about it. I promise, I guarantee you, he's going to hear you. Come on now. Oh, it's easy to get his attention. Come on. All you got to do is say that name. All you got to do is praise and worship that name. What's that name, church? Oh, my, and when you praise and worship that name, you've got his attention. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And so, Jairus, he was an important man, understand. He was a ruler of the synagogue. He wasn't just Brother Doug or Sister Melissa. He was a very important man. I'm sure he was dressed very nice. I'm sure that he had it together. People knew who he was. He was the ruler of the synagogue, that he was, he was very educated. And he was the one that was in charge of making sure that things in the synagogue was done according to the law. Oh, but when he saw Jesus, he come kneeling before him. Oh, Jesus. My friend, there was no pride at this moment. He had trouble. Come on now. Oh, he wasn't worried about what everybody thought about him. He wasn't worried about what some people might think that, oh, he wasn't worried about that. He had a serious issue going on in his life. Oh, shalom. Hey, I want you to know tonight, my friend, no matter what anybody else thinks of you, you've got issues in your life. You've got needs in your life. You come on and let's talk to Jesus about it. Come on here now. Bow down at Jesus' feet. Whether some folks think that you're uh, too backward or too silly or whatever they think, we're not worried about that. Oh, we've got problems. Come on here now. We've got problems. And he come and he kneeled down before Jesus. It's my daughter. He told Jesus all about it. Now, uh, this is told by three of the uh, Gospels, and each one of them, you know, tells it from their perspective. And one of them <clears throat> explains that immediately Jesus followed after him. Now, Jairus, you know, he's on his way home. He's so excited. Thank God I got Jesus' attention. Boy, Jesus is going to move. And while he's walking, he might have realized <clears throat> Jesus isn't with him no more. The, the, the crowd thronged him. Everybody gathered around him. He, he's standing back over here. And, 
Jesus, I really need you, Lord. It's me, Jesus, Jesus. I really need you. I know, I know, Brother Olinger, you got problems. I understand that, but I really need him right now. Okay, could you let me just get him? Thank you, thank you, Brother Horton. I appreciate you so much, but I really need him right now. You understand, don't you? You don't have to just wait. Just, just give me a minute, Brother Howard. Just, just give me a minute with Jesus. I, I, I need him. Oh, my friend, there's been times that I've been there when I've seen people getting healed. I've seen people shouting. I've seen people just enjoying the Lord. And I thought, my goodness, Lord, <laughs> Jesus, I really need you. I really... Oh, okay, I'm glad you're getting them, but this ain't the time to shout. I'm really needing the Lord here. I got a problem here. Oh, my friend. But Jesus was doing such great things. Oh, Jesus is never wrong, is he? Oh, there comes a time in our life, oh, that sometimes we have to wait on the Lord. Oh, I'm not preaching to you that's easy to do. I'm not preaching to you that that's something you look forward to doing. I said one time, I said, you know, if there's any verse in the Bible that I hate, it's that verse that says, wait on the Lord. And I will never say that again because Brother Miller, uh, he, he did everything but, but pat me on the back. He was not happy about me saying that. And he told me not to ever talk that way again. So I'm not going to. But if I did, but I'm not going to. But I'm going to tell you, folks, waiting on the Lord is not always easy. It's not always easy. Oh, my friend. And then there Jairus is. There he is. Jesus is right behind him. And now everybody else is gathered around him. He can't do nothing but wait. I wonder, I wonder if he was crying. I wonder if he was nervous and shaking. I wonder what is, I wonder just how he felt right then. I really, well, well, maybe if I just walk on, maybe he'll catch up. I don't know what to do. Sometimes you've just got to wait on the Lord. Come on here now. Oh, don't lose your faith. Don't lose your faith. Don't stop praying. Oh, don't start doubting him. Hold on till he answers. He'll be there. He'll be there. Oh, my friend, although sometimes it seems like the Lord has waited so long. Yet don't doubt Jesus. He cares. He cares. Hold on till he answers. He'll be there. Hallelujah. Well, now understand that here in this big thing of all these people around, there's that little lady. She has a problem too. Amen. She has a serious problem. She has had this issue of blood for 12 years. She spent all that she's had. She's broke financially. 
She's tired. She's weary. She's been everywhere. She's done all that she knows could do. And oh, thank God she heard about Jesus. Oh, and we don't know how she ended up on the ground. Did somebody knock her down? Was it just humility? I don't know. But we know that when she finally got to where she could touch him, she touched the hem of his garment. Oh, my friend, finally she touched him. And when she did, immediately something happens. Hallelujah. Hey, I know Jairus is up there, but I'm preaching about right here, right now. Oh, there's some things happening where Jesus is. Amen. Oh, my friend, where Jesus is, there's some things happening. Oh, that little lady, I don't know how far she crawled. I don't know that it happened right there next to him. I don't know. But oh, when she touched him, Jesus stopped. Somebody touched me. Well, Jesus, you know, there's a whole bunch of us here around you. There's a crowd where we're getting thronged here. Why are you asking? Say somebody touched you. I want to know who touched me. What do you mean who touched you? Can can you see how many people? Oh, but I felt the virtue. Oh, that is that good stuff. I felt the goodness. Oh, I felt the goodness leave and then touch somebody right there. I felt the power within me touch somebody right there. Oh, somebody touched me and somebody is healed. Woo! That little lady, she realized she couldn't hide. It's me, Lord. It was me. Oh, and that's when Jesus said it. Ah, be of good comfort. Oh, go ahead and smile, sister. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. You're going to be all right. Woo! My, it might have been that a few folks that were still trying to get around and touch him, they might have just started dancing. Oh, what's going on around here, boys? Oh, we're having meeting, man. I'm telling you. Did you hear what just happened? Or did you hear what Jesus said? She just got healed. Things are happening. Things are happening. Jarius, he's not rejoicing. The stress is is so high upon him. Whenever he got those words in his ear. I mean, you wasn't there. I'm sure it wasn't over a bullhorn. I'm sure it wasn't somebody loud mouth getting everybody's attention. I'm sure it was said quietly. Sincerely. Master. Don't trouble the master. I'm sorry. It's too late. It's too late. And so you come to revival tonight at Buckeye Holler. And oh my, with all of your problems and all of your issues, and the devil says, don't even bother. This ain't about you. This ain't for you. Your situation's too late. That child has gone too far. <clears throat> Come on here now. <clears throat> oh, that disease is gone too far. Your finances are never going to be right again. Oh, your home is already destroyed. Oh, this problem has just gone too far. 
Oh, come on here now. Oh, my friend. But I've got good news for you. While that man was saying that so quietly in his ear. You, you know what I'm talking about, brother. I'm sure he just said it. Trouble not the master. I'm sorry. It's too late. Now, remember, Jesus is up here with that big throng around him. Oh, surely at this time, after Jesus said that, there's some shouting going on. My, there's some hollering going on. There's people praising the Lord. Amen. But Jesus, he hears everything. Come on here now. He knows what the devil is saying to you right now. The devil hasn't got no tricks that Jesus hasn't already seen. Come on now. And while the devil is telling you, it's too late. Don't, don't, don't even trouble the master. It's too late. Jesus, he heard it. What? All of this noise, all of this commotion going on. He's just said these great words. And, and way over yonder, Jesus heard it. Jesus heard it. Come on here now. Oh, and Jesus said words that he would love for you to hear tonight. Oh, I wish tonight that you would just turn your ear toward heaven because he's got two words that he wants you here to hear tonight. Oh, Jesus said the best words that could be said at that time. He said, believe only. Now, understand he didn't say, obviously, this is a terrible time for you. What you need is some counseling. We we have a team that that will will meet you, and they will counsel you. Uh, What I have here is a 12-step program that you need. And if you will follow these 12 steps, you'll get through this. What, what you need to do is to show your faith by giving me $50. I really mean that. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, listen, none of that he said. Jesus didn't say anything about money. Amen? He didn't say anything about a program or a committee or a doctor. All that he said is believe only. Woo! Don't fear. Don't don't get upset here. Just believe. Believe only. Woo! My friend, in all of the trouble, in all of the devil's trickery, in all of the stress, in all of the problems, yet Jesus has come down to Buckeye Holler tonight to say to your soul, oh, it ain't time to fear. It's time to believe. It's time to get the faith. It's time to believe in Jesus. Somebody tell Jesus you believe. Somebody tell Jesus you believe. Oh, if happily you might feel after him, you'd find he'd be not far from you right now. Come on and feel after him, somebody. Just believe. Believe only. Well, 
while he yet spake. Oh, but when Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, Fear not. Believe only, and she shall be made whole. What I want to tell you right there, understand this is being written to us by Luke. Now, Luke was not there when this happened. He came in Paul's day. Amen. He was a, what did he do for a living? Physician. Luke was a doctor. He was a physician. So the way that Luke got this story is in Luke chapter number one, he explained that all of these stories that he writes, he got from eyewitnesses. Amen. He got from people that was there. This isn't just hearsay. This isn't what he read about and heard about from, from, oh, he got this from people that was there, that seen it and heard it for themselves. What I want you to notice right there is that the word that they explained to Luke that he said, he did not say, believe only because I'm going to go and uh, raise her from the dead. That's not what Jesus said. He didn't say, believe only because... um, what he said was, I'm going to make her whole. She shall be made whole. That's a healing, friend. The devil was moving, and because the man said, trouble not the master. It's too late. She's dead. Amen? He was just believing what he heard. Right? He just believed what he heard. But Jesus is saying, no, 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 no. I'm going to come and make her whole. I'm going to come and make her whole. Listen, this man was believing things was a lot worse than they was. Come on now. Oh, my friends, I know the devil's going to tell you he sure ain't talking to you because yours is worse than he knows about. Oh, I've got good news. Satan is a liar and the father of it. Amen. Oh, I've got good news for you. Hey, uh, Jesus is still right, and he's right all the time. Come on now. And Jesus didn't say, I'm going to go raise her from the dead. Jesus says, she shall be made whole. Come on now. Oh, and so Jesus got there. People are crying and weeping. Oh, it's such a sad sight. <clears throat> why, why are they weeping? Come too late, Jesus. She's dead. She's dead. Jesus, the Bible says in the book of John, is it John 14, that Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Amen? And Jesus said, she is not dead. Come on here now. Jesus said, she is not dead. Well, there's good people. They they ain't nobody making fun of Jesus. That that ain't what's going on here. They're just, you know, they're just good people. They're they're not, what's what's the right word? Stupid. They're they're good people. (laughs) She's not dead. Luke, the doctor, said, knowing she was dead. 
when the doctor wrote this and he heard all the story, the doctor did not say, uh, because they really thought she was dead. He did not say, they all laughed him to scorn because it really looked like she was dead. That's not what he said. The doctor said, laughing him to scorn, knowing that she was dead. My friend, it's not always what you know. It's who you have faith in. That's right. Let's go back to believing. Come on now. Let's not talk about the facts. Let's talk about Jesus. There ain't nothing about Jesus logical. His ways and his thoughts are so much higher than yours. Come on now. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so are his ways and his thoughts higher than mine and yours. Amen. Oh, let's not talk about the facts. Let's talk about Jesus. Come on here now. Oh, don't you understand? She's dead. Oh, no, 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 no. She's not dead. She's not dead. Well, they all laughed him to scorn knowing that she was dead. Oh, my friend, it ain't about what we know. That, that, that's not what it's about. Come on now. It's not about what the letter said. It's not about what the judge said. It's not about what the uh, doctor said. It's, it's very clear. It's right there on the paperwork. Oh, it's right there. You know, they took the pictures. They see it. Oh, no, no. It's about Jesus. <laughs> it ain't over, my friend. It ain't over because you're in a holiness church. You're in the presence of Jesus Christ. It ain't over. The devil says it's over. The devil says it's too late. And Jesus said, she's not dead. Oh, somebody deep down inside of their heart, they kind of laugh at that. Oh, because they know it's so too late. They know it's over. Oh, you don't know nothing. Come on here now. Uh, could I just be a smart aleck for a minute? You don't know nothing. Come on here now. I'm preaching about Jesus. I'm preaching about Jesus. Oh, my friend. Jesus put them all out. Oh, he didn't want no distractions. He didn't want no, no, no laughter. He put them all out. And Jesus just walked over to her. He took her by the hands. He said, Maid, arise. And immediately, her spirit came back in her. She got up, and the first thing that Jesus told him to do was fix her something to eat. Yeah. Hallelujah! Yeah. <clears throat> oh, my friends, Jesus is an on-time God. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. The, uh, <clears throat> the doctors explains my optical nerve. Understand you have one from each eye, and understand that they... Uh, in the back part of the right side of your brain, they, they join together, and then that's where they transmit all the nerve things of what you're seeing that goes to your brain to interpret that so that you can see. Now, I don't understand much of what I just said. I'm just telling you what, what, what I was told. And uh, <clears throat> uh, where those two uh, optical nerves come together after my car accident, right there is where it was severed right where they come together. There was still an attachment of about, and this is the way the doctor described it, the thickness of a hair. So I could see light, but I couldn't tell who my own wife was. I couldn't tell who people was until they spoke to me. I could just see that there was something there in the light. My friend, 
they said they could not do any surgery because of where it was at and that part of the brain that they could not do surgery there, that I would be that way <clears throat> the rest of my life. Oh, but Jesus said, it's not over. You see, Jesus knew <clears throat> that you would have the problem that you have right here tonight. And so, you know, it wouldn't have been that Jesus didn't love me if he let me be blind the rest of my life. Jesus still loved me. There's no question about that. If I'd have been blind the rest of my life, Jesus, he, but he knew that you would be having the problem that you're having right now. He knew that you would be having this on the altar that you have right now. Oh, when he wanted me to come and give you the good news. He wanted me able to be able to see to get down here to Buckeye Holler. He wanted me able to be able to see to read that story that I read to you tonight. Oh, my friend. And so I will never forget. I was sitting right there on the front pew at the Springdale Road Church. And I know that uh, Brother Horton and many of you all uh, know that, that church well. And I was sitting right there. Oh, my friend. They had just prayed for me and took me back to my seat and I <clears throat> that was the night that I raised my paralyzed arm for the first time thank you Jesus I raised my paralyzed arm for the first time and I was praising the Lord with my paralyzed arm up in the air I, I didn't even realize my paralyzed arm was up in the air until my smart aleck uh, brother-in-law Brian Miller you all know Brian and uh one of my preacher friends, Brother Kevin Webster, they, they walked to the end of the platform and, and they saw my hand was up in the air. And so I thought, you know, they, they was laughing at me because I was crying and praising Lord. I really did. I, I thought that they were just, because they, they kind of hit each other pointing at me and smiling. And I looked up there at him and I thought, man, smart Alex, why are they laughing at me? And Brian realized I didn't know why they was laughing. He pointed his arm, pointed at mine. I looked at my arm. Lord, have mercy. That's my paralyzed arm in the air. Hallelujah. And I immediately started waving at people. I wanted them to see my arm. Man, when I started waving at people, they got all excited. They started shouting. Man, we had people running around the church and, and you know, shouting and carrying on. It was pandemonium, praise the Lord. And I thought, man, I should have waited at them a long time ago. Man, that guy right there, I, I've been coming here to Buckeye Holler all this time. I ain't never seen him shout. I'm waving at him. He shouted too. It was wonderful. And I didn't realize, it just didn't hit my mind that I was seeing. I looked up there on the platform and my good friend, Brother Dave, he jumped up and he, he says, you see me? Wow. I see everybody. Come on here now. I, I didn't see as good as I see now. Come on now. Oh, but I was seeing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus opened up my blinded eyes. Oh, they said I'd be blind the rest of my life. But it ain't over till Jesus says it's over. Oh, and Jesus has not said that it's over. A matter of fact, he's given you the privilege to be in a holiness church in the presence of Jesus tonight. In the presence of the Holy Ghost tonight. Oh, I'm here to tell you, my friend, it ain't over. It ain't over. Jesus is up to something tonight. Hallelujah. Woo! And the specialist, they took the MRI and they showed 
my wife and to me to a certain extent the, the MRI pictures <clears throat> and I know that brother Vance back there will understand what I'm talking about it looked like spaghetti <clears throat> it was a terrible mess and uh, but they said that that was my brain, <laughs> and you thought you had problems. Uh, mine in the MRI looks like spaghetti. Of course, I understand yours does too. And uh, <clears throat> and they they point out this one spot and said, right there is where the um, what was it? the the optical nerve was severed. Right there is where it was severed, and you can see. It's not severed anymore. You can't tell that it was ever severed. And they told my wife, we've never seen this before. Optical nerves don't grow back. Something isn't right here. They asked my wife to sign a paper that they would have permission to send these pictures to universities to be studied because optical nerve, this shouldn't have happened. This, it ain't over. Till Jesus says it's over. Yeah, but Brother Doug, you don't know my situation. It would take a miracle. Yes, it would. I believe in miracles. Does anybody else here believe in miracles? Oh, come on here. Come on here now. I want you right now. Let's all, everybody stand. Now, I want you to hear me tonight. If you need a miracle... For whatever that it is in your life, you need a miracle. I want you to come, and I want you to kneel, stand, sit on these front pews, sit, kneel, stand, however you feel. I want you to come right now because I believe the Lord's given miracles tonight. This is going to be time for just you and the Lord. Oh, my wife has lupus, but I'm believing she had lupus. I'm believing it's going to be healed tonight. Come on, somebody come right on. You need a miracle tonight, whether you come, whether you stand, whether you kneel, whether you sit down, however that you feel tonight, come right on, come right on. Oh, there's miracles taking place tonight. It ain't over, it ain't over, it ain't over. Oh, thank you, Jesus. It's untelling what Jesus is going to do tonight. It's just untelling what's going to happen here tonight because it ain't over. It ain't over. It ain't over. Oh, that's right. Come right on. Come right home. Oh, you're going to have to put the devil in his place tonight. Come right home. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.